warm welcome to you all on this Monday, the 19th of April. As many of you know, these programs aim to introduce triangles to those who are new to the work and to encourage them in the forming of their own triangles. They also aim to create a space for those people who are already engaged in triangles to participate in a visualization exercise to support and to strengthen the planetary network. Using the power of focused thought to uplift, transform and illuminate human consciousness, each triangle formed becomes part of a larger network of light and goodwill. Three people come together and daily link in thought to circulate energy to the points of their triangle. And visualizing their triangle as part of a worldwide network, they pour beneficent healing energies into the vast planetary triangular energy field surrounding the planet. The network is created and is vitalized by the daily work of each individual member. The cumulative effect of the many thousands of members all over the world who come together in consciousness to serve humanity makes it a powerful, redemptive and effective tool. Every focused triangle that is added to the network enhances the whole, lightens the mental atmosphere of the planet and helps to relate the inner and outer worlds. Triangles work only takes a few minutes and it can be done at any time during the day. And it's completed by the saying of the great invocation, which focuses and releases the spiritual energies available, energizing and stimulating the planetary network of light and of goodwill. So if, if this is the type of work that you resonate with, then please consider forming a triangle. And you can do that um, through the chat box on this webinar. And hopefully two others will do likewise. Um, and if you do form a triangle, please register it at www.triangles.org. So let's now take a moment to visualize a network of light. Lift your consciousness to as high a point upon the mental plane as you can, and look out over the world, seeing it as one of light with here and there points and centers of intensified light. See the energies of this network of light 
pulsating to the rhythm of human aspiration. Regard the group within the planetary network as a channel among many channels, transmitting the energy of the spiritual hierarchy. Imagine the potent love energy pouring through the network of light, stimulating the many points and centers of energy, transforming the pulsating of energy into the rhythm of the planetary heartbeat. Radiance, we are, and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need we reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus, with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. We are just over a week away from the highest point of the spiritual year, the Wesak festival at the full moon of Taurus. The full moon period is when the moon and the planet are the recipients of more reflected light from the sun than at any other time. This inpouring of light, radiance and energy is both of an objective and subjective nature and is due to our planetary Logos being at this time in the deepest meditation. At the full moon, and particularly during the Wesak festival, the cold light of the aspirants and disciples of the world and all selfless servers, that is light that is not tainted by desire, is brought into a unity with the clear light the light of truth without distortion of those who can function freely as souls, the members of the hierarchy. 
while these servers are relatively few in number when compared with the world's population, they are tremendously potent due to their united focus and quality of fusion. They therefore operate at the deep center of the new group of world servers, where there is a point of tension and fusion with the hierarchy. Wesak is when the inflowing light is at its peak, hence the importance of us striving to dwell in these next few weeks at the center of our being, that point of fusion between the light of the personality and the light of the soul. The Taurus keynote, I see, and when the eye is opened, all is light, refers to the Ajna center, the window through which the soul looks out into the three worlds, which when in the process of opening, brings awareness of the light that lies within all forms, bringing those groups and individuals that are part of the new group of world service into clearer focus. It is through the Ajna Center that we become aware of the differentiations that exist within the one light, coming to distinguish between the light of the new group, of the ashram, the light of hierarchy, of Christ, and the synthetic light of Shambhala. And in striving to distinguish between these aspects of light, and working to bring about their eventual fusion, there comes a truer understanding of the nature of fire in the human expression. We read that our God is a consuming fire and that the human monads are flames within that fire. And those who warm themselves by means of fire by friction, the life of the active personality, and respond not to the heat of solar fire, the light of reason, remain within the cavern, thus living in the dark. Whilst those whose being is irradiated by the sun of wisdom and who bask in the rays of solar heat, dwell in the light and enjoy an ever increasing freedom and vital existence. As we strive to encompass the highest lights that we can touch, the light within the head shines increasingly brightly, irradiating the atoms in the three physical vehicles. And in time, they become so bright and the light in the head so intense that the light body appears, eventually becoming externalized and of greater prominence than the dense tangible physical body. This is the body of light in which the true son of God consciously dwells. Soul light, the light of reason, reveals that which stands in the way of our liberation from the three lower planes. And it is as we forge our consciousness higher and find the will to express perfectly solar fire that the causal body or soul body becomes ever more finely constructed. It becomes increasingly transparent 
radiating the indwelling light so perfectly that the jewel or diamond concealed at its center is revealed. This jewel, the window of the monad or spirit, emanates electric fire, a fiery light, which when fully exposed, destroys the causal body, releasing us from the three worlds. Light on earth is intensifying. And we read that this is going to continue until 2025, after which there will be a plateauing of the light and as a result, a calmer period to come in the life of humanity. This intensification of light began when man first discovered the uses of electricity, a discovery that was a direct result of this intensification. There are four types of light substance, the light of the sun, light from the planet itself, light seeping in from the astral plane, and a light which is beginning to merge itself with the other three types and which comes from the mental plane, which is in its turn reflected from the realm of the soul. The intensification we are experiencing will, we read, become so great that it will materially assist in the rending of the veil which separates the astral plane from the physical plane. The dividing etheric well, web will shortly be dissipated and this will permit a more rapid inflow of light from the astral plane. Astral light has a starry radiance that will become more closely blended with the light of the planet and the result upon humanity and upon the three other kingdoms in nature cannot, he says, be overemphasized. It will, for one thing, profoundly affect the human eye and make the present sporadic etheric vision a universal asset. It is through the increasing awareness of the etheric that this intensification of light is bringing about that will reveal eventually that which has hitherto been hidden. Humanity will begin to see the soul's present presence and as such gain understanding of the words and in thy light shall we see light. Those actively walking the path of light and working with solar fire are guided by a still higher light the inner electric fiery light emanating from the jewel that embodies will, power, and strength. There is, we read, a symbolic relation between the eye in the head of the bull, the third eye, the light in the head, and the diamond. And it is the diamond-shaped formation of the interrelated energies that is the prototypal pattern which lies behind the etheric network and is its final conditioning influence as far as our earth is concerned. We can see therefore how our work in triangles that strives to transform the etheric network from a system of squares into that of triangles 
relates to the beauty of the diamond. For it is in the cut of a diamond that the triangular facet reflects the most light. So we're going to go into our meditation now. Lincoln thought as a soul, as a point of love and light, with all those people throughout the world who are working with this Triangles Meditation Group. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Naught shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the radiant worldwide triangles network.
hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love, which underlies and infuses the network. Now lift your consciousness to the world teacher who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle. Visualize the energies of love, light, and goodwill circulating in and around the Triangle's network. Visualize these energies 
unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing right human relationships. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere. Sound the great invocation, silently or aloud. As you repeat each stanza, visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, and as a channel through which light and love and divine purpose flow into human consciousness.
from the point of light within the mind of God. Let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills. The purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center, which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Well, thank you for your participation in that meditation. So we, we now come to the um, comment section of the webinar, where anyone who has any comment, any thoughts or impressions, then please do raise your hand or 
type a comment in the question box. Um, so that would be nice if anyone has anything to say. One thing I have noticed recently, and I'd be interested to know if anyone has the same thoughts, but it seems to me that, um, that the quality of light in, in the recent years, in the last couple of years, has changed. Um, certainly sunlight seems whiter, purer, and more intense. There's greater clarity in that light. And I mean, I'm looking at it from the heart of the English countryside, and maybe this isn't how others are experiencing it. So I'd be interested to know if anyone else has noticed a change in the quality of sunlight. Well, Anita, Anita has said that she feels the same. I'm not sure if that's, whether she's noticed a whiter light. And Holly has also feels the same, that the sun is purer. It's almost as if we no longer the notion of yellow sunlight seems no longer relevant. It, it, it seems much whiter to me. And um, Santana says in Northern California where the solar divas are very powerful, the light is very bright. I have noticed a clarity in the light. And um, Pisa says, we have seen it change since 2000. We've seen this white light in California, now a golden white light. Thank you. Bert said the sun is supposedly closer, which may well be the why. Um, there's a couple of questions, hands raised, so. Um, oh, okay. Maria Christina. Hello. Hello. Thank you, and thank you. And it is very noticeable here in the Arizona Sonora Desert, United States, Mexico. It's scorching, <laughs> scorching and somewhat heartbreaking because the plants and animals, but it's also the quality of the light, the people and how it feels on your skin. Mm -hmm. And um, certainly the vibrant, I mean, it's, it is a little harder to, to be in this light here. Mm. It really has, 
intensified incredibly and it brings out, uh, I just have to say it to, to be accurate, it brings out the pollution as well. The, even mm -hmm. that is different because of it. It's, it's, it's a very different uh, ambience of light, yes. Thank you. Yes, I've noticed, I mean, I've always loved the sun and sitting out in the sun and, um, and this is in, in the British sun, so <laughs> not quite the sun that you're used to, but mm -hmm. it's almost now too intense to even, you know, sit out in it for very long. Definitely that's right. Harsher. Mm. That's, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, and so someone was saying in Switzerland, they too are noticing it's more intense. Anyway, so um, Joshua also has another. Okay, thank you. Hi, I um, I was going to ask Kathy about this later, but I figured I should just ask you about it now. Um. I found your comment interesting about light increasing until 2025. Um, do you know uh, the passage where the Tibetan talks about that? I'm interested in reading more about that. Um, I do. Um, actually, in, if you've got a copy of the um, of the talk, then all the references are right there. Um, okay. But I think it was esoteric astrology. Uh, psychology or is it astrology one minute i'm just seeing where yeah so number four which is esoteric uh, psychology one so it, they are listed there the, the references okay i mean uh, of course he's talking there about the subjective light presumably um that's that's intensifying the, yeah. the light of reason but of course they're all interlinked and i think there was a, a question um earlier in the chat box about the different the different types of light um the light from the sun the light from the planet itself i mean the light that comes from the sun is absorbed by the planet and absorbed by the human body and the light that's not utilized or not needed within that body whether it's a planet or a person is then radiated out and so we live as human beings um, within the radiation of the sun but also within the radiation of the light the sunlight that's been uh, through the planet and then radiated out again. And then there's also light that's coming in from the astral plane. And it is when the etheric web that protects us or that, that um, stands between, if you like, the astral plane and the physical plane that is slowly dissipating and so we are gaining greater sort of glimpses if you like of the astral plane which uh, is evident throughout the world in, in all sorts of areas and it is that light that will 
eventually allow us to see the light of the soul, which comes via the mental plane. So those are the, the types of light that we are immersed within. There was another comment from Sharon. Hello, Sharon. Unmute your microphone, please. Okay. I hit it by mistake, sorry. Oh, okay, no problem. So Ellie says, I agree that the white, the light is whiter. And I have heard it as well from others. I think it was the astrologer Pam Gregory we talked about this recently on YouTube, that we are moving through a different part of the galaxy. That's interesting. I, I hadn't heard that talk, but um, yes, of course, because we're, you know, our solar logos is revolving around some even greater life. So all is motion. So lots of people from all around the world are saying that the light is, it is indeed much brighter. So that's um, interesting. Well, it's interesting because Marie um, says that she hadn't noticed the brighter light, but the colors in nature are brighter, which of course has to do with the quality of light. And that absolutely, um, is, I think the purer, whiter light makes the colors stand out so definitely. And the world is looking so much more beautiful. So intense, the colors, it's amazing. And so, um, John says, the Tibetan has written about the increasing intensity of light and the changing frequency of light in the blossoms of flowers. Some flowers will disappear and new blossoms in different colors will take their place. Yes, thank you for that, John. Um, so I think with the increasing um, power of the seventh ray, we will see um, a greater degree of well, purpley flowers, I guess. And the blue flowers, such as the bluebell, um, are in decline because of the waning sixth ray, which is um, rather sad because I'm kind of fond of bluebells. But it is true in the woods in the UK, you know, that the number of bluebells are, are lessening. And he talks about various uh, fruits that will also be in decline, like uh, olives and um, other, well, not just uh, flora, but um, the animal, animal world as well is changing with the changing ray structure. So uh, Ellie says that NASA based on sunspot reports, believe that the sun's energy output increased slightly between 1900s and 2000. Hmm. That's interesting, thank you.
um, Heidi's saying, you know, about the carpets of flowers and the perfumes of the flowers. Um, and yeah, it's interesting. I don't know where, Heidi, you're from, um, but that's very much the case here in the British countryside. The flowers are amazing this year, as they were last year when we put it down to lockdown. Um, and I guess it's a lot to do with the lessening well, there's hardly any air traffic here in the UK. And I guess the pollution from planes has a lot to do with the damage to the environment. And without them, nature is seemingly springing back and is so abundant. And when the pure, clear light is there for us all to see and enjoy. And um, I'm not sure how you say your name, Durongs. It says there's indeed a change in quality from the Swiss Alps looking down over the city. There is a sense of sacredness and a sense of immersion in a space of love and light. Thank you. Dave, David has quoted from Fiery World 2, thank you, David, stanza 201. People who take upon themselves great service may be called heavenly stones. In their striving, they fill themselves with light. They pierce through the lower strata and contain within themselves diamond, adamant. But it is not easy to be a diamond, and it is necessary to be affirmed in light in order to conquer darkness. <clears throat> Thank you. And Matthew says of how diamonds are created by the intense and sustained compression of carbon which is the physical substance of life. I'm, keep, I'm sorry, my cursor doesn't work too well. Um, in esoteric science, the diamond of light, which is the soul body of light, has to be created by our individual efforts and meditation practice. And each person is born with a soul seed, but it takes effort to actualize and build this soul. This requires sustained consciousness, gentle loving care and a will to serve all of life. Thank you, Matthew. The translucence of the soul body as it becomes increasingly fine is down to our work in meditation and service. So Leslie 
um, says what you are referencing, Christine, is reminiscent of the Tibetans' comment that during World War II, the explosions further rent the veil between the worlds, thus also letting in more light. Perhaps this has been increasing. Yes. Thank you. And Clarence says, it may be that our learning to build and refine our triangle threads is creating an organ within humanity that serves to unify us, an organ that is capable of receiving and circulating a more refined level of solar energy than that which science is learning to harness. And humanity's triangles are sufficiently numerous, widespread and invocative. We may experience a universal inpouring of a new solar quality which forms the basis for the better, for better human relations of the coming civilization. Thank you, um, Clarence. That is exactly what we're aiming to do, indeed. And it is quite comforting to us all who work daily in triangles that actually we are contributing to this changing quality of light in some form or other or at least being channels for light that we then radiate out into the wider humanity, raising consciousness in general. So there are so many comments, there really are. <laughs> I've got, on my little thing, it's saying that there are 52 messages to go. Um, so obviously we are all noticing the quality of light is changing. And we are all noticing the beauty of the world that that light is highlighting. And it is obviously Wesak, the great festival of Wesak coming up. And um, it is next Monday at 1.30 that will be the full moon WESAC, full moon meeting of WESAC for New York. And that will be 6.30 in London. And so we hope that as many will be able to tune in to those broadcasts to participate in this great moment of inpouring light. And there will be a Triangles webinar um, that will follow. It will be a slightly abbreviated webinar. So it's going to be a very potent day next Monday. And of course, that follows the arcane, the New York Arcane School Conference, which is this weekend, 
on Saturday and Sunday. And everyone is welcome. Please do join us. Um, it's at, it starts at two o'clock, continues to 4.30. And you can access it by going to the Lucis Trust website. So we would welcome anyone who's interested this weekend at the Arcane School Conference. It will, of course, be on Zoom. So I don't know if there's anyone else with hands up or anything. No, no not right now. Okay. Well, thank you once again for your contribution. Thank you for all your wonderful comments and your participation in the, in the meditation. We have been working together to create a lighted mental atmosphere so that goodwill can flourish throughout the world. So let us now just take a few moments in silence before we conclude the webinar. Thank you and good evening.